And if the Lord does it, fine. But the Lord is, is shifting seasons on us right now. And if we will receive the word of the Lord and respond to the word of the Lord this morning, doesn't matter if you hear it, if you believe it, if you don't respond, you will not receive it. A lot, I've had a lot of nice people tell me they were listening to me because they thought I was trying to get a cheering section. I'm not trying to get a cheering section. I've got a pretty one at home all the time. You will not receive what God has for you if you do not respond. That's, that's the times where you come in one way and leave the same way, not because God wasn't speaking, not even because you had a problem with it. But when you don't respond to God, you do not receive. If someone's going to receive the Holy Ghost, they don't receive the Holy Ghost without first repenting of their sins and lifting their voice and beginning to praise God. When they begin to respond, God will fill them and they will receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Oh, hallelujah. I feel faith in here this morning. Hallelujah. The Lord has talked to me so very specifically for today and tonight. So very specifically for today and tonight. And uh, it's not really part one and part two because they, 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 they don't really go together as far as a two-part series. But uh, tonight will cement what the Lord is saying today and what he's starting today. It's more than likely going to be a little bit of a process. Um, but if we will respond to the word of the Lord this morning, there's something powerful about when the church, when they hear the word of the Lord and they lift their voice and they give an amen from their spirit, not lip service, not lip service, but when you begin to, you're not amening me, you're amening the word of the Lord. See, the word of the Lord is already settled in heaven, but the problem is it's not settled in earthen vessels yet. I've got to get it from heaven, and I've got to get it settled in this earthen vessel if it's going to come to pass. And God wants to get it from there down into your spirit, but for you to get it down in your spirit, you've got to be willing to amen the word of God. You've got to be willing to respond to what thus saith the Lord and receive what God has for you. If you're going to respond to what God has for you this morning, would you lift up your hands and lift up your voice with praise right now and say, God, I'm going to receive. I'm going to respond. I'm going to hear. I'm going to believe in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Clap your hands one more time and bless the name of the Lord this morning. Going to the word of the Lord today, Luke chapter number 14, while you're turning there. So good to have guests and returning guests with us today. We're so glad for everybody that's here this morning. God bless you. We're so glad that you're here today. Amen. We hope that you feel the presence of the Lord and you are ministered to this morning. And uh, we hope that you feel welcome amongst us because you are. And we're glad that you're here this morning. We want you to worship right along with us today. Praise God. Luke chapter 14 beginning with verse number 15. And when one of them that sat at meat with him heard these things, he said unto him, Blessed is he that shall eat bread in the kingdom of God. Then said he unto him, A certain man made a great supper and bade many and sent his servant at supper time to say to them that were bidden, Come, for all things are now ready. And they all with one consent began to make excuse. The first said unto him, I have bought a piece of ground and I must needs go and see it. I pray thee, have me excused. And another said, I have bought five yoke of oxen and I go to prove them. I pray thee, have me excused. Now, this is where my humor picks up. Next verse. Third guy. And another one said, I've married a wife. Therefore, I cannot come. <laughs> is what it is. 
So that servant came and showed his Lord these things. Then the master of the house, being angry, said to his servant, Go out quickly into the streets and lanes of the city and bring in hither the poor and the maimed and the halt and the blind. And the servant said, Lord, it is done as thou hast commanded, and yet there is room. And the Lord said unto the servant, Go out into the highways and hedges and compel them to come in that my house may be filled. That my house may be filled. I'm going to go read one verse of scripture in Romans chapter 12. And verse number two, and be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. I'm going to preach from this title this morning, very simple. I might plow for a minute. Uh, God wants to speak to us, but I feel tremendous faith in the house already this morning. And if we will respond, we will receive. And God, what God is wanting to do, he's wanting to impart something into our spirit this morning that has the ability to change the, the, the course of direction that we are on right now, that we have been on for a long time. It has the ability to start this morning. It may start in seed form, but if we will receive the seed of the word of God, it, it may develop quicker than we think. I have, a, I, have a, I have a feeling that it's going to develop a little quicker than we think. But if we will receive what God is trying to impart to our spirit, to where it becomes a part of our spiritual DNA, it has the power to change the course, the, the trajectory of where we all right, are right now. I want to preach from, the, from these three words this morning, fill the house fill the house. Would you lift up your hands to the Lord right now and lift up your voice to him and say, Lord, I want to receive into my spirit what thus saith the Lord today. God, I don't want to miss it in the name of Jesus. Come on, pray that out loud to him right now in Jesus' name. Open your spirit right now in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Lord, you're going to do it this morning in Jesus' name. We're going to receive it in the name of the Lord. Clap your hands as you're seated in Jesus' name today. Praise God. You may be seated this morning. If we're going to see God perfect his plan in our life on the individual level, you will not do so without there first being a transformation in your mind. There has got to be a time and a place to where your thought patterns change, where you truly do believe that God is no respecter of persons, that the rules don't apply to everybody but you, and the word of God will work for you. What it says, if you read that scripture in Romans chapter 12 and verse 2, it, it, the, the second part of that verse is completely dependent upon the work of the Holy Ghost in the first part of that verse. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. After that, you will prove what is good and acceptable and perfect will of God. That means, here, here's where the frustration comes in. People try to do, to perfect the will of God in their life and see it come to pass without there first being a transformation in their mind. 
There are a lot of people that try to go through the motions mechanically in the flesh, but because there has never been a deep work of the Holy Ghost where their thought patterns change and their mindset changes and what they believe changes, they will never see the will of God come to fruition in their life because there was not first an inward transformation by the renewing of their mind. What Satan is after in in all of humanity, he is after the mind of every individual. If he can get to the thought processes of your mind, he can get you to do anything. If he can get you to believe his lies and believe what he says, then then you will begin to repeat his lies. And, And not knowing that it's him speaking it to you, you will begin to repeat it and then therefore, therefore further cement it into your spirit, into your life, and eventually that thought will reap an action. That action will reap a habit, and that habit will reap a character. And that's where we get it. It all starts in the seed form of a thought in your mind. So therefore, if you're going to do the will of God, You will not do the will of God outside of there being a complete and total transformation right here by the renewing of your mind. You've got to be transformed, not by all the good deeds that you do. You're not transformed by going through the mechanics of being a good Christian. You've got to be transformed by the renewing of your mind. If we can change our mind, if our thoughts can change, if our mental habits can change, if our spirit can see a transformation and a renewing, then God can do his perfect will. His perfect will is not the problem. His his perfect will in this city is not the problem. But the renewing of our mind and a transformation internally is what God wants to do. But this morning, I'm going to tell you in the Holy Ghost that God is going to start a transforming work on the inside of us if we will receive the word of the Lord that will leave us different for the rest of our life. If you desire that this morning, clap your hands to Jesus and give him praise right now. Hallelujah. You've got to be transformed by the renewing of your mind. There's a lot of people that try to, to, to break addictions, but they, they, they cannot break an addiction and will live their life telling themselves they have a disease because they have not had a renewing. by the uh, They have not had a transformation by the renewing of their mind. When you come to Jesus, you are not always an addict because he can set you free and you are not diseased for all of your life. When he gets a hold of your mind, he can take the desire and the thought processes and the addiction. He can can eradicate it from your life. When you go to the world, you'll always be diseased, but he will give you a transformation by the renewing of your mind. Hallelujah. Anxiety has to go. Depression has to go. Every mental disorder has to go. Everything that attacks your mind, it has to go because you can have a transformation by the renewing of your mind. In the name of Jesus, the world will put a Band-Aid on it for you. They'll put a Band-Aid on it, but as soon as you stop taking the medication, it comes right back. It it, it doesn't go away. They'll try to do their best to help you, but Jesus Christ is the only one that can reach down into the human spirit and begin to, man, I feel the Holy Ghost here this morning. He can reach all the way down into the human spirit, and he knows every wound, every bit of abuse, every hurt, everything in your past, and he can begin to heal it and put it together. Those nights that you laid on your pillow crying yourself, to sleep. He can take, give you beauty for ashes. He can take the tears and give you joy. Let me tell you this morning that when Jesus gets a hold of the mind, he can transform it forever. Oh, I know what it's like to be so depressed. 
I couldn't make it through a day of school without without fighting tears for eight hours. I know what I know what suicidal thoughts are all about. I, I know personally. I I have been in the darkest place of depression, really, that anybody can go. I, I've been where I was considering suicide, and the only thing that kept me from it was I didn't want to go to hell. That's the only thing that kept me from it. I know personally what depression is, and I also personally know what it is to be healed on the inside and to be set free and to and to and to, and to conquer the spirit of heaviness. And now I have a garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. I'm telling you that God has the ability to do a life-changing work in your mind. The will of God does not get done. Does not get done outside of transformation. And that transformation is the renewing of your mind. If your mind gets renewed, anything is possible. Anything is possible. Oh, hallelujah. Man, I'm just telling you, this is a side note. I just feel like this church is right on the verge of seeing some miracles that break out. In the name of Jesus, I'm telling you, anything is possible. We sing about it. God, God's going to do some stuff. He's going to do some miracles when, our, when a renewing of our mind takes place, when there's a transformation. Some of you today are going to cross the threshold of beginning to believe God to do miracles in your life. Right now you can't believe it because you're stuck in anxiety and you're stuck in depression and you're stuck in self-loathing loathing, and you're so, stuck in defeatism and, and the I quit mentality, but God is going to pull you out of that. He's going to renew your mind and there's going to be transformation and you're going to believe that God is going to do the miraculous. You're going to believe that God can do healing. He can do miracles in your life. Hallelujah. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. It's impossible to please God. When somebody has faith, when somebody can break through to the point of faith, You'll, you'll know it. We, you, you, there's no guessing when you have entered in, when God has gifted you his faith. You see, uh, there, there's, uh, you got to understand about, the Bible talks about the gift of faith. The gift of faith, one of the gifts of the Spirit, is when God gifts you the faith to believe for something that you couldn't believe for yourself. That's what the gift of faith is. The gift of faith, ooh, I feel angels right now. When the gift of faith begins to operate, you'll believe God for crazy things. You'll believe God that for things that the rational mind can't make any sense of. But when God gifts you his faith, what he does is he takes you out of the natural and he allows you to step into the realm of the supernatural. And you begin to believe God for things that the natural man would think you're crazy. There's no way it can happen, but I'm gonna tell you that when there's a renewing of your mind and there's a transformation, you're going to step into the gift of faith and God is going to gift you his faith and you're going to believe, begin to believe God to do miracles that you have never believed him to do before and I'm going to tell you that when you step into the realm of the gift of faith that is what pleases God that's when God is about ready to do something powerful you're going to feel a shock of excitement come on over your spirit when you feel faith I wonder if you'd lift up your hands right now and in whatever words come out of your mouth God I believe, but help thou my unbelief. God, I believe, but help thou my unbelief. God, I'm going to step into it in Jesus' name. I'm looking at people here today that you want to believe. You want to, but you face such harsh circumstances in your past. It's hard for you to believe. You've had your hopes absolutely crushed and there's been situations in your life that have absolutely dashed your hopes on the rocks and, and it, it just seems like a daunting task to begin to believe that God would do miracles on your behalf. That God would pull you up out of a defeatism mentality and, and give you a more than a conqueror's mentality. God will do it but there are some of you here today that God wants to begin a work and there, there are many people in different phases 
in your walk with God. Some are going to get a hold of all of it today. Some of you are going to get a seed form in your spirit and it's going to begin to grow. But hear the word of the Lord this morning that there are those of you that have faced battles and trials and difficulties in your past, maybe in your childhood or teen years that left you absolutely different and it just pushed you to the sidelines and and made you think that God will use somebody else but he won't use me. It's impossible because I've got too much of a past. I've made too many mistakes. I've got too much history. No, God is no respecter of persons. He wants to take you that is a mess in your mind and he wants to renew your thinking. He wants to transform you by the renewing of your mind. Luke chapter 14 tells the story. Jesus is telling a parable. He's telling a parable. And he tells about a man that he has prepared a great feast. And he's got people that he he says, send out word. It's all ready. And there's people that are invited to the feast, to the supper. And word gets sent out. And one guy says, well, I've just bought some oxen. And I've got to go, I've got to go prove them. So may I be excused. And, and another man says, uh, there, there are three different individuals that are identified here. One man, he is recently married. He says, I cannot come. And, and, and there, are three, there are three different examples that are given here. And they ask, may I be excused? And, and, they, and he comes back and tells the Lord. He says, they, they, they cannot come. And the Bible says that he, the Lord gets angry. And he says, go out and invite the halt and the lame and the blind and the maimed and bring them in. Let me tell you, the Lord still gets angry over silly excuses. He sure that the, the, the word the word of the Lord says he got angry over the excuses they were given because they didn't want to come. And this is letting us into a little window of how the Lord feels about when there's an invitation to something greater, but we have excuses of why we can't make it. He gets angry about it. So he says, Okay, if you don't want to come, I'm gonna find somebody. The Bible says if they don't praise me, the rocks will cry out. Jesus is going to find somebody to be a part of his his will. It can be you and I or it can be somebody else, but I've made up my mind. I'm going to receive the invitation to the will of God and I'm going to go where God wants me to go. So he invites them in and he says, he says, go bring them all in here. It's not a good thing that there's a supper prepared and there's an empty house. There shouldn't be empty seats anywhere. This place should be full. And he says in verse 23, and the Lord said unto the servant, go out into the highways and the hedges and compel them to come in that my house may be filled. Here's, here's the crux of what I'm getting at this morning, the word of the Lord here today. God wants to renew our our mind in this congregation. He wants to renew our mind. He wants us to be transformed by the renewing of our mind that our thought patterns would be different. That we actually believe that God wants to fill this house. This is a very small building. It's not very big. There's not a whole lot of seats in here, but it's where our thinking is that God wants to transform because when he calls us, when he makes a dinner and he gives an invitation, it is the will of God for the house to be filled. It is not the will of God for there to be invitations, but there to be empty seats. God is going to change our thinking. If you will receive what God is wanting to impart into our spirit, this morning something will shift in the trajectory of this congregation that will leave us different forever. We have had dreams and visions and desire to see revival, but if we were to get really honest and and be really transparent, we've had a struggle believing that this place is going to be filled, but I'm going to tell you in the Holy Ghost that from this day forward that we are on a trajectory and a path to see the will of God done that this house will be filled if you want to believe that clap your hands to Jesus and give him praise this morning oh hallelujah hallelujah 
Oh, I know that you've given invitations and it didn't work out like you wanted to. I know you've taught Bible studies and it didn't end up like you wanted it to, but that did not mean that it wasn't the will of God. I've come to the, the, the Holy Ghost has given me a word this morning to challenge our thinking to, so that we will be transformed by the renewing of our mind. God is going to change our thought patterns today. God is starting the process right now because he's going to fill the house but he's not going to do his perfect will until there is transformation by the renewing of our mind. That means that everybody in this congregation has got to get a hold of the fact that it is the will of God and he is going to fill this house. He's going to do it. 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 Clap your hands and magnify him right now. not a problem with God. It's the will of God for the banquet to be full. It's the will of God for every seat to be occupied. It's the will of God. We don't have to ask if it's the will of God. We know that it's the will of God for there to be such an abundant harvest that the seats are filled, that we step into a place. But I'm going to tell you where it starts. It starts with a transformation of the renewing of our mind, of getting out of our regular Pentecostal tradition, where in our mind, if we were, if we were transparent, we would say we struggle really 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 to believe that God is going to do it but today is the day today is the day that our thought process changes that we step out of it's our 110 and no more no we're going to see 150 then we're going to see 175 then we're going to see 180 then we're going to see 185 then we're going to see 200. Then we're going to see 250. I'm going to tell you, before we get into the building that we're building, we're already going to have to go to multiple services in the morning because it's the will of God for his house to be filled. It's not the will of God for there to be empty seats at the banquet table. Lift up your hands right now and lift your voice to the Lord. If you've got the Holy Ghost, pray in the Holy Ghost right now. Oh God, we're going to get it. We're going to be transformed by the renewing of our mind. God wants to give you the gift of faith to where you begin to see it for you, to where it's not just talked about from the pulpit, but it's breathed and lived in the pew, to where the saints of God grab a hold of it and say, I believe it's going to happen. I believe it's going to happen. I know it's going to happen. And what that will do is that will help force us into the harvest like we never have been before. Because when we go forth in faith, bearing precious seed, we will shout no doubt, come rejoicing, bringing our sheaves with us. I'm telling you what our problem is. It's our thinking. We haven't quite got it through our head that we really, 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 really believe it. But I'm telling you this morning I've got a word from God that it's time for there to be a transformation in our mind. It's time for there to be a renewing in our mind to where we believe the promises of God like we never have before. Small group homes are going to be filled. It's not the will of God for there to be empty seats in those small group homes. Brother Walker, your house is going to be filled. There's going to be hungry people coming to home group. I'm telling you, there's houses are going to be filled because it's the will of God. Mark chapter 2, beginning with verse number 1. And again, he entered into Capernaum after some days, and it was noise that he was in the house. And straightway many were gathered together in so much that there was no room to receive them. This is what it's supposed to look like when Jesus is in the room. 
this is a pattern that we see in the in the New Testament that when Jesus was teaching, there, there, there were there were so many people gathered in there because there were, it was noised abroad. The fame of him went out through all of the region. How did the fame of him go out through all the region? Jesus didn't walk through the land of Israel with a bullhorn, tooting his own horn and say, hey, come listen to me. No, that when, when he did something, the people went and they told other people. They went and told somebody. It was the people that encountered him that went and they spread the word with somebody else and they spread the word so much that when he would come into a city and he would enter into a house, the house would fill up. A full house is the will of God. A full house is the will of God. Somebody better say amen. A full house is the will of God. Our thinking is gonna change. Oh, there's gonna be a transformation to where there's such a powerful faith that flows through this congregation that there's something within you that knows the next Sunday you show up, there's gonna be more people there. And the next Sunday that you show up, there's gonna be more people there. And the next Sunday you show up, there's gonna be even more. I'm not talking about a recession or receding number. I'm telling you, in in spite of everything that's that's going on in the world right now, it's the will of God that his house be filled. God has has already promised it to us but from today on we're going to step into it in our thinking believing that God is going to do it and it came to pass Matthew 9 and 10 Matthew chapter 9 and verse number 10 it says and it came to pass as Jesus sat at meat in the house behold many everybody say many say it like you believe it say many Many publicans and sinners came and sat down with him and his disciples. I'll tell you where God's taking us. God's going to transition us this morning from few to many. God, it's not good enough for the preacher to believe it or the leadership to believe it, but there's gotta be some saints of God that it gets in your spirit where God transitions our thinking from few to many, that there is a many blessing that is on the way. There are many miracles that are on the way. There are many people that want to hear the gospel. There are many people that want to hear your testimony. There are many people that want to hear a Bible study. There are many people that want to come to a home group. There are many people that are desperate for a word from God. There are many people in our city that are hungry for the real thing. If you believe that this morning, would you stand to your feet? Would you clap your hands? And would you give praise unto the Lord? Hallelujah. Give him praise right now and just say many, many, many. I believe it. I believe for many. I believe for many. Oh, it's going to get a hold of us. Be seated right now. Mark chapter number seven. Verse number 24 says, and from thence he arose and he went into the borders of Tyre and Sidon and entered into a house and would have no man know it, but he could not be hid. For a certain woman whose young daughter had an unclean spirit heard of him and came and fell at his feet. The woman was a Greek, a Syrophoenician by nation and she besought him that he would cast forth the devil out of her daughter. But Jesus said unto her, let the children first be filled for it is not meet to take the children's bread and cast it to the, unto the dogs. And she answered and said unto him, yes, Lord, yet the 
dogs under the table eat of the children's crumbs. I'm going to tell you what's going to happen. As, no, as word is noised abroad, there are going to be people that come beseeching the Lord because they know there's a spiritual problem that they don't have the answer for. They know somebody in their family or they need deliverance and they've tried everything but they, they can't find it. And when Jesus is in the house, he, 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 the Bible says he was, he was trying to hide there but he couldn't hide. They, they found out where he was. There was a drawing to his presence. There was a drawing to the house that he was in. I'm talking about in the spirit. There is already a drawing in this city but there's going to be a noising abroad of his people that people come from the highways and the hedges that we compel them to come in that his house may be filled. There's got to be a desire that gets a hold of every one of us. You've got to own it. This church has got to own it as individuals. I have got to see the house of God filled. I am not okay with empty seats. I am not okay with empty baptistries. I am not okay with empty altars. I am not okay with it. I've got to see his house filled. So I'm going to go into the highways and the hedges. I'm going to take it personal so that I may see his house filled filled in the name of Jesus God is shifting us from being okay with where we've been for a long time. I know we've maintained for a long time. We've come through COVID and it was a rough time and numbers fluctuated. Some came, some went and, and, and there was there was some, there was some uh, turnover and all of the element of the past few years. I understand we've been in an interesting time but I'm telling you right now in the Holy Ghost I feel such a thrust in the spirit right now and it starts with a transformation of our thinking. If we always think that God is just going to deal with the few guess what that's what he's going to do if we just believe that he's only going to deal with a certain number of people here then we're going to miss the plan of God but it is the will of God for the house to be filled and there is an excitement in the spirit that if we allow the Lord will come over us when we begin to believe that his house is going to be filled 2 Kings chapter 4 Second Kings chapter four, verse number one. And now there cried a certain woman of the wives of the sons of the prophets unto Elisha, saying, thy servant, my husband is dead. Thou knowest that thy servant did fear the Lord and the creditors come to take unto him my two sons to be bondmen. And Elisha said unto her, what shall I do for thee? Tell me, what hast thou in the house? And she said, thine handmaid hath not anything in the house save a pot of oil. Let me tell you, there's enough ingredients for a miracle wherever the Holy Ghost is. If you've got oil in the house, then that, that's all the ingredients that the Holy Ghost needs to begin to work a miracle, to begin to do something beyond what we've seen before. It, the, the Bible says, then he said, go, borrow thee vessels abroad of all thy neighbors, even empty vessels. Borrow not a few Borrow not a few. Everybody say not a few. This is where the people of God have got to take it personal. It's got to bleed. It's got to bleed into every individual to where there's something within you that says I am not okay with a few. I'm going to find empty vessels and I'm not going to just find a few. I'm telling you, there are many vessels that are empty and they are wanting to be filled, but there's got to be something that gets a hold of me, a transformation by the renewing of my mind that says, I'm going to find the empty vessels because they are out there and I'm going to bring them into the house and when I bring them into the house, God's going to start filling them up. God's going to start doing miracles when I get the vessels into the house. And when thou art come in, thou shalt shut the door upon thee and upon thy sons, and thou shalt pour out into all those vessels. And thou shalt set aside that which is full. So she went from him and shut the door upon her and upon her sons and brought the vessels to her and she poured out. And it came to pass when the vessels were full, that she said unto her son, 
bring me yet a vessel. And he said unto her, there is not a vessel more. And the oil stayed. The oil stays where our limitations are. Wherever the limits are in our mind, that's where the oil stops flowing. And God wants to break us out. He wants to break us out of our thinking. And he wants, to, he wants us to step out of our comfort zone of thinking. He wants there to be a stretching of our mind and our thoughts and our belief and our faith. He wants us to step into a whole new dimension of faith. I'm going to tell you just, uh, th this just hit me. I believe it was on Tuesday. Uh, uh, for, for years, my wife and I prayed over and prophesied to the finances of this church. And when we begin to enter into a building program, we begin to see something that the in the history of this church we had never seen before. We had never seen six figures in the bank, in the building fund, in nothing ever. It had never happened before. But then there came a season just about a year and a half or two years ago where God began to bless and people began to give and we have seen unprecedented uh, 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 a balance in the building fund right now. And the, the, There's a little over $300,000 in there. We got room to grow and we got things to build and we got, we got stuff to do in that process. But on Tuesday the gift of faith hit me while I was in here praying and I was walking if I believed God for six figures seven figures is not too hard for God if God did six he can do seven the only way that he will not do it is if I don't believe he'll do it. But when you begin to lift your voice and you begin to speak it out of your mouth, I'm telling you, I've already stepped into it in the spirit. When we move into that new building, it's not the will of God for us to have a $20,000 a month payment and scratch and scrape the floor to pay the bills. No, that's not the will of God. I'm gonna step into the dimension of faith so that God begins to provide in unprecedented ways I'm stepping beyond the borders of my faith. God is going to do it. It is the will of God. When I felt that, when I felt it, something shifted in my spirit. It's like my spiritual eyes saw something that they had never seen before. Oh yeah, I'd thought about it. But when I thought about millions, I kind of cringed a little bit and I got a little knot in my stomach and thought, whoa, that's millions. How are we gonna come up with millions? But when God gives you the gift of faith, you begin to see things in the spirit and it's no longer scary, but something hits your spirit and you begin to believe it. I'm telling you right now, I don't care how big the miracle is. I don't care how big the problem is. When God moves in, when you begin to believe it, when that gift of faith hits you, you're going to feel the excitement of the Holy Ghost and know that God is about ready to do it. Clap your hands and give him a shout of praise in this place this morning. God is taking us from few to many. He's taking us out of the just barely making it to being blessed abundantly of God. He's taking us out of just having a few guests to having many guests, to having a few receive the Holy Ghost, to having many receive the Holy Ghost. I'm telling you, if this gets a hold of us on Friends Day next week, there'll be more than 25 guests in this room because we believe there are empty vessels. We've just gotta get him in the house so his house is filled. Hallelujah. He wants to take us from the few mentality, the few mentality to the many mentality. If God's got a house, it's always filled. God is not, I've never, I've never seen anybody get the Holy Ghost and get 45.8% of it. The book of Acts says, and, and when they lifted their hands, they were all kind of got some of the Holy Ghost. Some of them got all of it, but other, the others just got a little bit of it. But Acts chapter two, verse number one, says when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled all the house where they were sitting. And there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as a fire and it set upon each of them and they were all 
filled. They were all filled. When God gets involved with a vessel, when he gets involved with a house, it's not the will of God for there to be some of some of the seats empty and for there to be some of it filled. It is the will of God for every seat to be filled. It is the will of God for his people to believe that when God comes in the room, the house has got to be filled. I've come with a word from the Lord this morning that it is time for this church to say we are going to fill the house. No more excuses, no more reasons why I can't, no more inferiority complex, no more oh woe is me, I can't be used of God. You've got to shake it off. There's got to be a renewing of your mind. There's got to be transformation and say God's going to use me to help fill the house. God's going to use me to help fill the house. God wants to take us from few to our few is unsatisfactory. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. We are on a trajectory right now where the, 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 the entire trajectory of this church, everything that we do is centered around fill the house. Everybody say, fill the house. Say it again. Say, fill the house. That's the will of God. That's what God wants to do. We don't have to pray about it. We don't have to fast about it and see if God wants to do it. It is now the time. There is a season shift in the Holy Ghost and God is going to use us and we are going to see this house filled. Not half filled, not three quarters filled. We're gonna see the balcony filled. We're gonna see them sitting up in the balcony. We're gonna see them down putting out chairs here because there's so many people because somebody said, I'm gonna see the, I'm gonna see the house filled. I'm going to see God do miracles. I'm going to see God do his will. But it's the cause has got to become personal. It's not one or two or five people. But when it gets a hold of everybody, it says, I'm going to be a part of getting somebody to the house of God. When I leave here today, I've got a mandate from God. I've got a mission. God has, a, God has something for me to do. There's somebody that God's going to lead me in contact with, and I'm going to pray for them. God's going to touch them, and they're going to come to the house. I'm going to have guests with me on these chairs. No more excuses. There were three men that, that were invited to the banquet dinner, and three men that had excuses of why they couldn't come. And the Bible says that the Lord of the banquet got angry. He said, okay, you don't want to come. Somebody's going to come. Let me tell you, Jesus is not concerned of the social status of anybody that comes to his house. Oh, I'll say that again. Jesus is not concerned with how much money somebody has or doesn't have, where they come from or didn't come from, but Jesus is honored when somebody comes into his house. So this church, the trajectory that we are on, we are going to see the promises of God. We are going to move from few to many mentality. We are going to actively begin to believe in our actions that God is going to fill the house. If you believe that this morning would you stand to your feet would you lift up your hands would you lift up your voice and would you lift up a shout of praise unto him right now and tell him I believe it I believe it I believe it hallelujah hallelujah home groups are going to be full this house is going to be full we are going to step into the will of God it is the will of God to fill the house it is revival time it's time to adopt the thinking that God wants to do it and he's going to do it he's going to do it through me the van is going to be full somebody shout amen Somebody shout amen. The van ministry is going to be full. The children's ministry is going to be full. The youth ministry is going to be full. Every ministry is going to be full because it's the will of God for the house to be filled. Lift up your hands and love the Lord right now all over the room. The house is going to be filled. No more excuses. No more excuses. 
It's time to fill the house. It's time to fill the house. We're not waiting on God. We're not waiting on the Lord of the banquet. But he sent his servants out and said, compel them. Go into the highways and the hedges and find the people that will receive the invitation. Those are the ones that he's looking for. He's looking for the ones that want to come be a part of his house. Did you notice that the ones that originally were invited that found an excuse, he just moved on. He just moved on. There's somebody. Let me tell you, there are empty vessels in this city. If you've never received the Holy Ghost speaking in other tongues, the Holy Ghost wants to fill you up this morning. He wants to fill you up this morning. I wonder if somebody gather with me around this altar right now. God's about to impart some things into our spirit starting right now. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, when you get down to this altar, if you don't need the Holy Ghost, I want you to grab somebody by the hand. We're going to agree together. There's going to be something that sweeps through this altar this morning. In the name of Jesus. We are not satisfied with few. There is a many mentality that's going to get a hold of us. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. Right now upon the authority of the word of God and the power of the name of Jesus, I take authority over the few mentality. I curse it in Jesus' name. I bind it in Jesus' name. And I loose the many mentality. In Jesus' name. Begin to speak that. I curse few and I lose many. I curse the few mentality and I lose the many mentality. Begin to let that come out of your mouth right now. Begin to do it right now, right now. receive this word that we transform in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ. One mind, one mind, one accord. I prophesy that this house is going to be full. I prophesy this house is going to be full. I see my sons in this tank and I baptize them in Jesus' name. Jerry William, I baptize you in the name of the Lord. I baptize my children. I see my siblings saved. I see my, I see, oh, man, I see people coming out the streets. They're going to walk in this house. They're going to be filled with the power of the Holy Ghost as they walk through those doors. Fill this house, oh God. your church. This is your city. This is your promise. This is yours. This is yours. It belongs to you. This is that which was spoken of by the prophet Joel. It belongs to you. It belongs to us. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Come on, somebody pray in the Holy Ghost right now. Let there be something that breaks right now in the name of Jesus. I want you to take authority over the few mentality and loose the many mentality. We are moving out of the few mentality and into the many mentality in the name of Jesus. It is going to happen. It is going to happen.
Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. Great faith in the name of Jesus. Great faith in the name of Jesus. Find somebody and lay hands on them right now. Find somebody and lay hands on them right now and impart faith right now. In Jesus' name, we are going to receive and go to the next level in the spirit. In the name of Jesus, it is going to happen. I'm going to take it personal. This is my word. This is unto me. It's going to happen through me. Hallelujah. There's a sending forth in the name of Jesus. There is a sending forth in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. There may be individuals here this morning that you may not necessarily feel it in the moment, but I want you to begin to declare it even though you don't feel it right now out of your mouth. I want you to say, I'm leaving the few mentality and I'm getting, and God is transitioning me into the many mentality. The house is going to be filled. The house is going to be filled. The house is going to be filled. This house is going to be filled in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, he carabahaya karatalabohosataha. God is taking us from few to many. It's not going to be a hundred. 110, 120, 95, up and down in that range. God's taking us higher. He's taking us up. There's increase in the name of Jesus. There's numerical increase. There's financial increase. There's an increase in miracles that are going to happen. You name the increase, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. In the name of Jesus, God is going to see his work built right here at 600 West Monroe in Springfield, Illinois. God is going to fund it. He is going to finance it in the name of Jesus. It's going to happen. It's the will of God. It's going to happen. It's going to happen.
God's going to give us favor with God and man. We're leaving here this weekend and between now and next Sunday. I'm commissioning this church. Every individual. No individual is too small, too irrelevant, whatever. I don't care. Everybody matters. Everybody makes a difference. We're going to leave here and say, I'm going to get somebody to the house of God next weekend. This is where this is where the faith turns into action is when I leave here. I'm not, extracurricular activities. God's going to fill the house. God's going to fill the house. Yeah. Yeah. Not golfing this week. Time to get somebody to the house. It's time to, to get into the field, to get into the harvest, and get somebody to the house. This is where everybody says, I matter. This is my promise. This matters to me. I'm moving out of the few mentality and into the many mentality to when we come here, we just expect it. It's what God's doing. It's, God is using people. God is drawing people. There are empty vessels that God is bringing into the house. If there are people that have come before and all of a sudden they have excuses, guess what? Go find the ones that want to come. Doesn't matter where they come from, what the situation is. They belong in the house of God that his house may be filled. What the will of God is, is that every chair is full in here. Every chair has got, that's the will of God. Every chair in the balcony is full. That the youth room is full. That the, that the pathway class is full. That every department going on is full. That's the will of God. That's got to be the pursuit of the people of God. That we leave and we go into the highways and the hedges and we compel them to come in. That his house may be filled. I would, I would that a love for the house of God would come over us so strong that we can't stand for it to not be full, that we can't stand for there to be empty seats, that we can't stand for it not to be full every time we come together. We're moving out. I declare it in Jesus' name. I prophesy it in Jesus' name. I impart it into every open spirit in this place in Jesus' name. Thus saith the Lord, as of today, we move from the few mentality into the many mentality, and we shall never be the same. Thus saith the Lord in Jesus' name. Lift your hands unto the Lord and love him all over the house right now in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Does anybody believe that with me today? Got about 30 or 40% of us. Does anybody believe that with me today? I'm going to do it till I get all of us. Does anybody believe that with me today? I believe it, I believe it, I believe it, I believe it. In the name of Jesus, I believe it. His house shall be filled. There's a transformation. There's a renewing of our mind that's taking place right now. It has started this morning and our minds will never be the same. Our thinking will never be the same. We will never be satisfied with few again because many has been deposited into our spirit from this day forward. Lift up your hands one more time all over the building from the right to the left. Everybody, young people, help me out right now. Lift up your hands everybody and lift up your voice and say God I receive it God I receive it God I'm going to walk in it in the name of Jesus God I'm going to walk in it in Jesus name in Jesus name hallelujah hallelujah Many, 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 many. Many in Jesus' name.
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Next weekend, Friends Day, we're going to see many. Does anybody believe that this morning? Friends Day, we're going to see many. We're going to see at least 25 guests in the building on Friends Day next Sunday. You're going to invite them. They're going to come. You're going to invite them. They're going to come. The banquet table is going to be full. The seats are going to be full. You're going to go into the highways and the hedges and you're going to compel them and they're going to come. Oh, yes. There's a many. There's many. There's many. Not few. Many. We're going to step beyond the few mentality and into the many mentality. When you leave here today, you may find if you're going out to eat, I'm I'm the only thing standing between me and Mexican food. There's going to be somebody I run into somewhere. And because I'm going from few to many, I'm not going to be thinking about other things, but the Lord's going to quicken it to my spirit. They're going to come if you invite them. They're open. They're hungry. That's an empty vessel. That's an empty vessel that needs to be filled. Get them into the house. Get them into the house. Bring all the vessels you can find. Get them into the house. And they're going to be filled. When you get the vessels in the house, the oil's going to flow. When you get the vessels in the house, the oil is not going to stay. Wherever my limitation is, that's where the oil stops. But as soon as I bring the the vessels into the house, I'm going to get the vessels into the house and the oil's going to flow because God's going to do it in Jesus name let the church say amen preachers are the most powerful and the least powerful individuals on the planet at the same time the most powerful and the least powerful at the exact same time. A preacher can preach the word of God and people will believe the word of God and they will receive it. And great things can happen. But if the people do not receive it, revival is not up to the preacher. The revival truly is up to when the people say we have heard the word of God and we will receive and we will walk in the word of God. And when the people say this is who we are, this is what is happening, watch out. God's about ready to do it. You can mark it down. God's about ready to do the miraculous. I'm telling you, it's in here this morning. I feel it in the Holy Ghost. Lift up your voice and lift your hands and declare it unto the Lord as a congregation unto God. Would you as the congregation declare it to be so, to be, to be, uh, to be so in Jesus' name, amen. And so in Jesus' name. God wants the gift of prophecy to come over you for you to begin to prophesy about your family, for you to begin to prophesy about what's going to happen in your home. Oh, that gift of prophecy isn't for preachers. That, 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 that's for anybody that yields himself to the Spirit of God. You're going to begin to prophesy just like Brother Sanderfield prophesied about he's going to baptize his family in Jesus' name. Who are you going to see baptized? Who are you going to see get the Holy Ghost? You ought to let the Spirit of prophecy come over you. It may be today. It may be tomorrow. It may be tonight, but somebody you got to let it say it's going to happen. It's going to happen. I'm going to baptize my friends. I'm going to baptize my neighbors. I'm going to baptize people on my block in my neighborhood in Jesus' name. Oh, I feel a shift in the Holy Ghost this morning. Oh, he kalabahata. Haraboho sotoko shatala mahaya. We're going to bust that 200 number wide open. That's where the people got to believe it. We're going to bust that 200 number wide open. I've got a word from God for tonight.
kind of solidify some things in our spirit. In Jesus' name. Invite somebody to church tonight. They're going to come. Somebody's going, there's going to be guests in the house tonight. Somebody's going to invite and somebody's going to be here. It's going to happen. Everybody say many, 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 many. In Jesus' name. You're dismissed this morning. We'll see you tonight.